0: The Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth, and happy St. Patrick's Day to all. I hope everybody is out there drinking a green beer today, having a good old time. That's right. I'm a little leprechaun of joy.
1: (laughs) And I'm a little leprechaun of sadness.
2: That's right. You sure is. (laughs) Uh, What am I a little leprechaun
0: of? Neutrality. Apathy. Leprechaun of apathy.
1: Lukewarm Uh. Water.
0: Uh yes, I love being a leprechaun of apathy. That's like my honestly fucking perfect for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, yeah, I hope everybody is okay. I have a question. Is St. Patrick's Day always on a Thursday or it's always on March
1: seventeenth? It's always on March seventeenth.
0: Okay, that's what I thought. I think. Um, so it's a good day for St. Patrick's Day. Maybe everybody could be, you know, you can be hungover on a Friday, I think. You know, it would suck if St. Patrick's Day was on a Monday. Yes. You can be hungover on a
2: Friday unless you're an ER doctor. <laughs> then you should never be hungover at work.
1: Or maybe an airplane pilot too.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Airplane pilots—they have literally an autopilot function. Except they
1: just—they
2: need uh, our friend Louise was is uh, working for an airline flight attendant. Their rules about alcohol being like in your blood prior to a flight are so stringent like Mm -hmm. that you can get fucking arrested if you have alcohol in your system when you're flying so i
0: mean you would hope so you know like that's right hopefully there isn't a (laughs) drunk pilot uh like holding the lives of 150 people in their hands just because they want like a little martini But and there's the a way, difference
2: between being drunk and hungover. But
0: pilots shouldn't be hungover either. Yeah. Pilots don't get any joy because our precious cargo. Well, you know, like another another job you probably shouldn't be drunk or hungover for is skydiving. And what I have learned <laughs> is when I went skydiving, those instructors, at least the place that I went skydiving, they sure just go out there on little to no sleep and lots of alcohol. <laughs> so
2: What I learned from your skydiving adventure is that I'm never going skydiving. <laughs>
1: Yeah, 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 but I, I will say this, the um, we're going to get into some St. Patty's Day facts, but apparently there's an excessive amount of people that call in sick the day after St. Patty's Day. and apparently it costs the United States one hundred and sixty billion dollars every year in lost worker productivity.
0: I thought that that was such a good fact.
2: I think that is a good fact, but you know, what? it doesn't sound like it's taxpayer dollars. It sounds like it's corporate dollars, and yes. I can live with that. Lost corporate too. dollars I can live with. Lots of yeah. tax dollars. Well. Yeah. That's, that's enough. I'll hold a my spine. tongue on I'll hold my tongue on how <laughs> our tax dollars are wasted.
0: <laughs> All right, Billy. Well, we know what day it is, but uh, give us a little background on good old St. Patty's Day.
1: Yes. It's March 17th, and in 461 AD, St. Patrick, the Christian missionary, bishop, and apostle of Ireland died
0: mm. in Saul
1: down Patrick, Ireland. Now, uh, what we know about St. Patrick is he wrote a book during his last years with the very goth title of Confessio. Oh. Confessio. Confessio. Yes. <laughs> That's he That's so
0: goth. I'm, I'm surprised. I wonder if there's an album by... Yeah. yeah. He,
1: he was. What a great uh,
0: name for like if I have a son.
1: Yeah. Confessio. Confessio. <laughs>
0: mm. no. so, truthf-
1: was, so truthful. He was born in Scotland, probably. He was captured and made into a slave at age 16 by Irish marauders. He worked as a herder in Ireland, and that's when he really got uh, into religion. He followed the voice he heard in a dream one night. He escapes back over to uh, the Brits, uh, the British area, and then he's reunited with his family, and he decides, you know, I'm going to become study for the priesthood. He becomes an ordained bishop. And... He lives in poverty, he teaches, he he travels, he works tirelessly, and a lot of legends have come up around this guy. The one legend that everybody talks about is that he drove all of the serpents and snakes out of Ireland. Yes. Now, there's a naturalist named Nigel Monaghan who says- At Define no time
0: naturalist.
1: Was, uh, a guy that- that looks at nature. nature. Yes. That just
0: observes nature? I don't know. Well, I mean,
1: he studies it, yes. Oh. See, and I he, always
2: have to want to know more about these words. We've we've thrown creationist around. I, uh-huh. It's not what I thought that meant, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I just wanted to be clear. I'm sorry, I'm the idiot here. Not when we you. came out
1: as a creationist <laughs> podcast, it did not go well.
0: <laughs> what, so what, saying, we, what was the backstory on the creationist thing? Billy you under, said, under, said something. You didn't know what it was? Billy
2: said something about Darwin. He made some. He made some thing He made some situation about not believe. What did he say, Billy? You said you didn't believe in something, and this person took the leap. Yeah. <laughs> of,
0: of suggesting that he meant, maybe we're talking like something about evolution. And oh, you do you
1: know what it was? I think I think It was I about got, evolution. I think I said like 40,000 years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you
2: threw out an arbitrary number <laughs> and she clung it to it and was like, creationist. <laughs> creationist. Creationist. <laughs> and that's for why five, when you said naturalist, I'm like, I yes. want to know more just no, so I don't true. sound
0: even dumber than yeah. I do by asking. There's no dumb questions for <laughs> By the way, just a little aside, I cannot believe- I mean, I know there's creationists out there, but like uh, Shayna on Love is Blind, uh, just a creationist out out there on reality TV, just living in being a big a city. Being a creationist. Being a creationist.
1: You know what? I'm okay if you're a creationist or not. Just don't be a, a climate change denier. Be a creationist. That's okay. That's already happened. <laughs> mm, I'm like fine with that. They probably go hand in hand. Just help us fix the planet before we, we explode. But l- let me tell you this, though. So this guy... Nigel, uh, he's the keeper of natural history at the National Museum of Ireland, said, at no time has there ever been any suggestion of snakes in Ireland. So there was nothing for St. Patrick to banish. That but is still, so
2: rude. He yeah. was the Pied Piper of snakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh,
0: there they were never there. Also, like a lot of his, um, you know, his direction in life was driven by his dreams. What like, were his dreams? Snakes voices telling him to do different things. I think one of his dreams was to go back to Britain or something like Mm -hmm. that and go mm -hmm. fight the good fight. Like, he is really, he's listening to that inner. You shouldn't listen to your dreams. No. You shouldn't take them literally. That's for sure. Because, Lord, I'd be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bad person in my dreams.
2: Bad person. The only ones I remember are always just... (laughs) burning my life. To th- it's like the second to last episode of euphoria for me. I don't know if you guys have seen it. No, but the protagonist burn. She hits rock bottom. She burns her life to the ground. And I'm like, yeah. that's every dream I have. And if I followed that suit,
0: <laughs> sometimes I really wonder. I'm, I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before. Please do. But I'm like, is reality really in our heads in our dreams? And our waking life is what's not real like we're really living when we're sleeping and it does that mean i'm a bad person if i'm a bad person in my dreams Mm,
2: there's a lot to unpack there i would say yes yes and yes but the question (laughs) is why don't we remember more of our real lives then
0: yeah Uh, you don't remember much of your waking life either alexis so
1: (laughs) fuck God, this is such a stoner conversation. I cherry,
0: I cherry pick what to remember. I don't remember it's lots of memory. I think that's like something you learn from trauma, you know, <laughs> for sure.
1: 100%.
0: Okay. Anyways, um, yes, so, and we're
1: gonna we're gonna be doing some history of St. Patty's Day crimes on True Crime Rewind.
0: We are, but what is our true crime in real time today, Billy?
1: All right, now there's a scam going like, on. Love a scam. Yes, and uh, like this the was Tinder just- swindler. This oh God, it, it it actually does have to do with dating sites, and um, you're not going to like the name of this scam. Mm. But Ew. it is um, it's called
0: Moisty. Scam? No, it's not. Is it poorly moisty.
2: branded? I hate a poorly branded anything.
1: Okay, it's called pig butchering. Ew! Ew. And, I hate that. Um, this guy. Well, you're going to really hate it once we get to you know what they're talking about here. So, what is is that? Chinese organized crime gangs are posing as attractive entrepreneurs and attractive professionals. They're using dating apps like Tinder and Grindr and Hinge, and they're targeting everybody, people in the East, people in the West. They have a whole sort of um, uh, script that they use, and they're using technological tools. They're using fake social media profiles. They're using psychological manipulation, and they're tricking people into engaging in a ro- a romance saying that oh i don't want your money or anything like that but i want to build a uh, a world with you and i want to build a future with you let's invest in cryptocurrency <laughs> oh
0: no red flag <laughs> wait so are they did they make up their own cryptocurrency and that's how they're trying to like inflate it
1: it's fake no they didn't even go that far it's just fake cryptocurrency what? they made up a fake website and everything to make it look like it. are they
2: use it so they're not it's not even real crypto they're like no, it's like, it's like a venmo so, splash page it's like yeah, exactly. <laughs> here yes. send me let's invest in this doge doge 2.0 mm-hmm. and here's a splash page and then it's really just like a paypal if they but were smarted though it must be it must be a little smarter than a normal
1: now according to thing. the global well, wait, anti wait,
2: jack i feel like okay. jack was on something
0: oh no i was going to say if they were smart they should have just made up their own cryptocurrency because that is actually a really
1: yeah they would have been a
0: probably mm-hmm. a, a legal scam that mm-hmm. they could use to up the price of whatever coin that they are shilling out there
1: yeah. okay so they, then they shower their victims with messages of love and infection day and night so they're like the dream romantic partner. The right. Global Anti-Scam Organization refers to this stage of the scam as fattening or raising the pig before slaughtering it. The pig being the unsuspecting <laughs> person. Came up person. With this name. I yes.
0: hate it. It's they're so misogynistic. But that's they're what, this, that's what just, they're calling it. They're using like they're coming up with different euphem not euphemisms, but whatever's for Metaphors. love bombing. Yeah. Wait,
2: I have a really important question, Billy. Before you continue, uh huh. If you had your own coin. What would your, like, I know I'd be tank coin. Like, what, what coins mm. would you, what would your coin be?
1: What would our Bitcoin be? No, like, you,
2: Billy Jensen, Billy's coin. What would my, my coin, coin be? And then Jack's next. So think of yours, Jack. Mm,
1: God, Jack. I don't know. Uh, um, probably the Justice coin.
0: coin. <laughs> the Justice
1: coin. <laughs> justice, justice coin. Justice
0: coin. <laughs>
1: spend it, <laughs> spend it wisely. All right, Jack, come on. What, are you what would do?
0: mine be? Sandwich coin, sandwich coin. <laughs> you can only use it to buy virtual sandwiches. Virtual in the sandwiches, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah,
2: you'd be sandwich coin. Jer- Jerry coin. Jerry coin Jerry has coin's a- not bad. It has Jerry a ring coin to has it. a ring to it. Mm. I don't know. Indifference coin.
0: <laughs> we'll okay. uh, we'll ruminate
1: on this. Okay, so they are uh, they're they're doing this a lot. This is becoming a really big thing now. And because the, the it's so organized, everybody thinks like, oh, I can never be catfished. Um, they really appear to be made up of experts in psychological profiling who can really hook their victims with these scripts and algorithms, making them think that this really is real. Wow. And um, the UK actually is trying to propose a online safety bill That will ask, you know, that will really kind of force online companies to proactively tackle this kind of content. Yeah, Um, because that's one of the things that companies do is that you see, you know, Facebook does this and everything. It's like they just launch something and then they say because of the, um, you know, Section two forty of the Communications Decency Act, anything that's on there isn't our fault. You know, somebody's just using our platform and you can do what what you want. Right, but, uh, you know you got to take some control Facebook's, over what you create. Facebook's creating. getting
2: a little better though. I literally had Facebook open the other day and I was driving or whatever and I like clickety-clacked some things without even realizing it and I got like a prompt that was like you didn't read the article are you sure you want to share it. Hmm. Because I, I guess I had clicked share when I was just fumbling mm-hmm. around with my phone on yeah. some, somebody's link, and I was like, "Oh, they're calling me out for it at least." Where it's That's like, pretty good. "Yeah, yeah, you're not just sharing based on a headline, but at least they have they've programmed it to know." But like these apps, they have the technology, and here's the thing: they are developing technology and have the accountability to fucking take our data. Like it's the least they could do is protect. <laughs> What people they have they have the resources and the money and the tech, technological Absolutely. know how to do
0: it. But who like what are you saying that they that like Tinder should be doing this? Yes, but aren't those private messages like wouldn't wouldn't that be like an invasion of privacy
1: or? Well, you know what I I think it's it's definitely a uh, a gray area, but I think it's kind of like if somebody complains about one thing, they should track be able to track the IP addresses to um an organization that's doing you know, oh yeah along i
0: mean they lines. should be able to track the individual but i feel like yeah. it'd be hard if it's just like they're just using that as like a point of contact and then taking it off and using whatsapp or text or whatever but man there are lots of swindlers out there you know it's one of the things and they always figure
2: out how to bypass like if you put up an obstacle they'll figure out a way around it so they're professionals I d- yeah i feel for the these companies that like have to combat it because it's never end, it's never going to be ending. You need a whole division dedicated towards it. Yeah.
1: N- now, there's four um, stages to it there's packaging, raising, killing, and then killed. And then the packaging is I presented- hate
0: that they gamified this. I-, I know.
1: The packaging is that you present yourself as a good looking person, you pretend to be wealthy. This is really interesting. You have really good photos of food, like almost prote- professionally taking photos of food and and uh, selfies and location photos. This is really important. Uh, fluent Chinese. It's dream but-
2: building. It's like, yeah. ooh, what is this person's life like? How do I integrate myself into it? Ooh, they're foodies. Ooh, they travel. Like that's what I want to do. It's it's like make it idealistic. Uh,
1: too busy for to meet you, but uh, too shy for video chats because of past trauma. So that's the packaging. And then the raising is like greeting you every morning and night, confessing love between one to two weeks, uh, opening up about your finances, uh, saying that you're not dreaming big enough. We can dream bigger together now, that kind of thing. No,
2: it's straight yeah. up Tinder swindler 101. It's
0: exactly
2: yeah. like, I mean, except it's just, he spent money on them first.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's classic. Mm-hmm. Classic yeah. like dating app scam artistry. Yeah
1: and they're teaching you how to trade and when you can do the trade and they're like once you deposit real money you can take it out whenever so then you deposit the 10 grand but you can never take it out that's the thing and Yikes. people are losing their houses and cars and this is this is a real thing this is really happening i can't believe people are out there like that no fucks
2: yeah. evil yep. it's just evil shit i hate World. it i hate it and it's like sociopaths don't have to hurt people physically to be life ruiners you know yeah. it's really tragic and awful and especially the pandemic has really made a lot of people feel lonely. They didn't go out and start dating. Like people are a lot more less embarrassed to be dating online. I feel like the taboo is completely lifted with it. Oh yeah. yeah. It has been forever, but it's just like people even who resisted now, like we had no other choice. Yeah. So it's like, it's really fucked up that that's going on.
1: Yeah. And then they tell you, you know, they, they, they help you make the minimum payment because they loan you money all inside this app, all inside this platform.
0: Oh. And
2: it's your own and, money they're and, loaning and, or some and, shit? Well, no, it's, well, no, it's else, fake. It's, it's completely yeah. fake. Oh, it's... it's not
1: even money at all. It's just a number on a screen. And then you'll lose a lot in one day. The, the victim loses a lot in one day. They're telling you, oh, they can't, you can't get it out because there's an extra verification fee or taxes. And then when you start complaining, they guilt you, they blame you, they gaslight you. They claim that like your their investments are stuck as well. And then they coach you into borrowing from family and friends
3: to, oh to, to put
1: more stuff in there. Oh, no. Yeah. And then, of course, if you decline, this is another thing. They may threaten you with any sensitive pictures that you've sent. Oh, man. No
2: pictures, no pictures to strangers, friends. Yeah. It's no scary. pictures to
1: strangers. And then they block you and the platform will lock you out of your account and then that's it.
0: Well, I'm glad that they caught
1: them at least. Well, they caught some of them, but I mean well, it's just gonna be I'm sure
0: they they it's
1: took like a the template off.
2: It's like a template people are using that I'm sure there's like men. The copy paste, copy paste. Ugh.
1: I yeah, said sixty seven percent of the victims are women ages twenty five to forty.
0: Oh really?
1: Thirty two percent of the victims have graduate degrees.
0: So I'm being sab- smart. Well, it's also like that is the age range of people that would be willing to invest in crypto, I think. Like mm-hmm. older people can yeah. have any exp- dispensable income
2: to invest in crypto. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yikes Well, wow. beware out there. Don't let anybody you don't know talk you into investing into crypto.
2: The only crypto you should be investing in is tank coin. <laughs> Coming soon. On the Coming up and <laughs> <laughs>
0: On the up and up. all right. well um that was very interesting, Billy. thanks for bringing that to the to the table, you know Yes, I think, we're gonna, I think
1: we're going to talk a little bit more about scams because, you know, it's I did a search for crime and then news and then it was all, war crimes going on in the in ukraine yeah and then i did scams and it was like 15 brand new ones and that was the one that rose to the top
0: okay Um, we can do like scams for the next couple weeks because at least it's like a little less depressing
1: 127 (laughs) the average loss per victim is one hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars.
0: holy shit yeah how do they pinpoint these people with so much money that's fucking crazy yeah they don't i mean these people also put themselves in a hole
2: like literally take out lines of credit and stuff right. yeah. because i think once you start to get a hint of like losing it's like you don't want to just, admit. So desperate. Yeah. You just you don't want to admit that you, you don't want to believe it it's yeah. dissociative yeah.
0: Oof, all, right. all right well more scams coming in our future um but now we have got some bitching to do
1: please rise court is now in session all rise call the first witness how do you plead guilty or not guilty
0: Okay, welcome to On the Stand. I think that today we're making this a little bit St. Patty's Day themed. I don't know, might be a loose theme, might be a really tight theme. We'll see um, as we each bring something to the table today. Do either of you like to start? I'd like off?
2: to start. I never get to start.
0: Okay. <laughs> as Billy raised
2: as his hand. Raised hand. Okay, sorry, Billy, but, but like how many times it. have I started? No, Almost never. Yes.
1: It's usually Jack, yes.
0: It's usually Jack. Well, because or you guys you. want me to go first.
1: That's because you I usually have something love- prepared.
2: No, I just. <laughs> In all actuality, I just don't want to forget my idea. Okay, go for it. By the, mm-hmm. It's happened where I'm like... <laughs> okay, it's in the brain. Let it go. So, Jacqueline, um, when we l- lived together a few times, yes. we... Um, I I have a very visceral memory of us going to Big Wang's like, for St. Paddy's Day uh-huh. and doing Irish car bombs. Mm, yes. And if... For those of you who don't know what an Irish car bomb is, it's a shot of Jameson that you drop into like a half a glass full of Guinness, Yep. and then you throw it back. And it it like, Guinness is a really thick beer if you've never had it. It's like kind of like a milkshake. But um, when you drink it, it sort of like curdles, and, but it tastes like Bailey's. You have to chug it, or else it, it will really curdle. But it, you chug it, but it tastes kind of like Bailey's. It's delicious tasting, but it's a very heavy experience. But this got me thinking... I don't dislike these kinds of situations where like I also, and this is disgusting. I like Jaeger bombs too.
1: <laughs> I mean, I haven't
2: done a Jaeger Bomb in 10 years, but I would. Because Jaegermeister is disgusting on itself. But when you put it in a little Red Bull, suddenly it tastes like a fruit punchy, delicious situation. Yeah. So my um what I'm putting on the stand is like shot drink hybrid. Drop the glass in, like sake bombs. Remind me of this. I love the spirit of it. I feel like yes. for St. Patrick's Day, it's a great, fun, rousing thing to do. Everyone gets really amped on it. Even, I mean, even people who don't fucking like it do it, and everyone feels good after because of the the camaraderie and morale very, is super high. It's
1: very social. Yeah, very social. Yeah. Very you're, you're social. Not doing that at home. You're
2: not doing it alone. Do that's not? for sure. I mean, I'm, somebody might be <laughs> doing. An Irish car bomb alone is the saddest fucking <laughs> prospect I've ever heard. No, no one does them alone. I need to believe that.
0: Um I I love I I love an Irish car bomb. They're only delicious. on only on St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Like I don't think I've ever had one not on St. Patrick's Day, but <laughs> I love it for that reason. At any time that I can think that I've taken one, I was having such a great time and it is such a camaraderie, social just like Amped up, sort of a thing to do. I mean, I I don't know why we've gotten into this in the last couple of years of somehow taking shots again, Lex. Like I, don't I didn't take shots for like ten years, and all of a sudden we're taking shots again.
2: I don't know why, but it's because we're eager to get, hit, to, to, get, to get to the party. Like <laughs> yes, we want to be. If we're going out at all, we work so hard we never go out. Yes, if we go out once a month. We're getting to that fucking party oh, as yeah. quickly as we can and we're staying there. That's why.
0: That is, it's so true. Cause it's like, we're not like casually going out anymore. And for me, it's like, if I drink three drinks or if I take five shots, like I'm gonna be hungover both ways. So I might as well have had the best time that I could have. Two wines make me hungover. I'd so rather
2: I, have it be a hang, if I'm gonna be hungover, cause I'm like, I'm going to Jack's engagement tonight. <laughs> I want sh- I want a party. Like yes. I'm here
0: for a good time. Yes. No. So then I I definitely agree with you that an Irish car bomb is chef's kiss. Yes.
1: Mm. If you are in Ireland though, do not order an Irish car bomb. Why would you call like that? it that? Because there is, you know, it's it's, it's some rude. people equa- some people equate it to. Uh, ordering something based on nine eleven or something like that because there was a lot of people that died in car bombs. No, oh, I didn't uh, even really think from, about yeah. the name. Yes.
2: Sorry about that. That is what they call them here. What do they call them there? they don't think they do that.
1: I don't think they well, it, it was invented over there, but it's just it eventually started recalling like that. Uh, like I, I think the name was um uh IRA at one point and then you know for mm. the Irish Republican I, Army and
2: kind of thing like that. So. Wait, well. the name of the shot was? Yeah. Okay, IRA works. Whatever
1: you guys want, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: whatever
2: works. I just like uh, the
0: good vibes of it. All right, Irish car bomb is not guilty.
2: Not in guilty. guilty. In in the template of dr- of drinking, mm-hmm. dropping shot yes, in liquid, chugging.
1: I
0: into into shot
2: into other alcohol. Chug mm-hmm. is is a lo- is an art that I think we all need to get back in touch with.
0: Yeah, I like the urgency of it, especially for the Irish car bomb, because like we said, it does curdle. It's like, you got to fucking chug that. It's not that's like right. a sake bomb that you can kind of, if you wanted to, sip, sip. on it, even though it's gross. Yeah, you got to chug that shit. Well, mm. oh, oh, I'm sorry.
1: Actually, it was created in 1979 by a Connecticut bartender named Charles Oat. And called- he re- he regrets calling it that.
2: Honestly, Oat? Was he a
0: horse? Because that's how it sounds. <laughs> yeah. The Odie- Oatie Charles Oat.
1: Yeah. Have been, yeah, should have just been called the Oat Horses bomb. like okay. Oats. The Oat I, Shot. I, I'm going to go now.
0: Oat
2: Bomb. Where go the ahead. fuck are you going? You're at home. <laughs> he's going. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, he's had enough. I'm going to leave. you <laughs> just left. I'm like, what do we do this time? <laughs> you
1: know what i'm gonna leave (laughs) i'm gonna leave i'm like
2: wait why we're in the middle of this all right so
1: uh (laughs) you know sticking with more of the bar theme during the pandemic as the bars started opening up they started encroaching into the roads and you started seeing
0: uh, patios
1: going into the roads some of them are sticking around i'm for it i like the idea of having more outdoor spaces granted you know we're in a, a southern climate that is that you can use them for longer. But the idea of getting more cars off the streets, but a lot of people don't like it because it's less parking and it actually clogs up traffic. So I wanted to ask you, what do you think about the, the patios in the roads?
0: I wanna be outside all the time. Like if there is an option to sit outside at a restaurant, I don't care how cold it is, it could be snowing, I always wanna be outside. So I loved when this started to happen. And I'm glad that well, in California, or especially in LA, it's actually kind of funny because a lot of restaurants don't have outdoor seating. Yeah. Like you would think that they would. And also in LA, we have very few rooftops, like a rooftop restaurant, rooftop bar. So I think that it's something that actually we needed because we do have the nice weather to support it all the time. Um, I I love it. There is one restaurant around me, though, that their outdoor seating, they made Really yucky, and now I don't want to go there anymore. Mm.
1: So like just Just on yucky.
0: Um, they got so the restaurant is gorgeous. They just never really had any outdoor seating, and at first they opened it up into their um their parking lot and had cute little umbrellas and all this kind of stuff. Then they decided to get this tent. One large tent, but it goes all like all corners are down, except for one. yeah, so it is so fucking dark in there. And then it's also just one of those plastic tents, and this yeah. is a nice restaurant. So it kind of like brings the whole vibe down vibe so down and I, mm. I it's so gorgeous, and they have the best food, and I haven't eaten there in a year and a half because I'm like, I don't want to sit in like a dingy dank sad place. basement, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, it's so sad.
1: Okay, so what do you think, Lex?
0: Well, I have
2: never been negatively affected by this. Like, I can't remember a single time where I'm like, God damn it, I've been looking for parking for one hour to go to this place. Yeah, and we live
0: in L.A. Like, it should affect us. We would be affected the most.
2: Well, I think parking sucks no matter what here. So I think I was just, I was always sad about parking and dealing with that shit. Giving me an outdoor space to arrive to once I've triumphed over parking, I think, has only made things better. Okay. And honestly, like, I just want our restaurants to stay in business. I want servers yeah. and bartenders to stay in business. And you know what? Frankly, I like to drink when I go out to dinner. I, I'm Ubering anyway.
0: Yeah. And also, especially in LA, I don't, I can't really think of any restaurant that's actually gone out into the street. It's mostly just the sidewalk. So yeah, it's not it really affecting all park. the
2: restaurants on Larchmont have. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah,
2: yeah, they've taken parking, but I again, like Larchmont, it's worth it. There's side streets, Uber, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, uh,
0: I they, think yeah, it's worth mm-hmm. it for the restaurant to be able to fit more
1: tables too, yeah. because they yeah. can employ more people. More like it, more I think money. it only
2: and, has a positive effect. And
0: they took such a hit, like they need yeah. to make up for everything they lost. Yeah. yeah. All right, not
1: guilty not, not guilty. guilty all right
0: okay um on the stand for me today is uh the concept of wearing green for saint patrick's day and I don't, maybe it's even taking it a step further is pinching somebody that's not wearing green
2: <laughs> What? Someone, because, did someone touch you did someone we, hurt you well you know that if with you don't a pinch wear, if no, you don't. i thought it, and i thought it was you get punched too did that I that's, make that up? That's birthdays. Oh. Uh, birthdays? Yeah, you, you get, get birthday punches.
1: You never get, had that? You get a punch mm-hmm. for each each year of your birthday.
2: You always. You actually use birthday punches as a reference a lot. And I'm always like, what is this man talking about? Okay, I don't I think I've for, ever heard I of it. I like, use it for My arm one. hurt. Like, I got a lot of birthday punches. Like, <laughs> that was only
1: when we got the you? shots for... That's only when we got the vaccine. I don't use it a lot. it was a, a wild <laughs>
2: metaphor. I was
0: like, what <laughs> the fuck are you talking about?
1: When does your arm ever hurt? And it's like, birthday punches.
0: I've never heard that before. Me either.
1: Maybe they didn't do it to Ladies.
0: No, okay, what I'm bringing on the stand is pinching somebody that's not wearing green on St. Patrick's
1: mm. Day. Yeah, no, that's not a thing.
0: Because um, there are, are adults that do this. And I am mm. a very festive person. Like, if I'm going out on St. Patrick's Day, I'm going to wear green. I think it's cute. It's like a sure. whole fun thing. Which, by the way, the official color of St. Patrick's Day is actually blue, not green. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Which I thought was a very interesting fact. But um, I think that it's it's quite... Uh, an encroachment on somebody's bubble to be mm. pinching them. Yes. I don't want to be touched. No, don't do that. For not wearing a specific color, like some people just don't really care, and they yes. you should just let them That's live their guilty. lives.
1: And we should start wearing blue, actually. You know, because a lot of the, there's a lot of pictures of Saint Patrick wearing blue. Uh, blue was commonly used on flags and coat of arms. I think it came to be green because Ireland is the Emerald Isle. But no pinching. Guilty.
2: I was gonna ask what the like history of the green is other than it just being an irish
1: yeah it's just an irish deal holiday
2: i mm-hmm. they probably think that's so stupid irish people
0: yes they probably do <laughs> yes they do. <laughs> all well, of because this. i mean i think we'll get into it in true crime rewind but like we basically i mean st patrick's day's kind of an americanized holiday like 100%. we just butchered it like we do everything uh-huh. that's right uh, um but we'll get back to that in true crime rewind uh pinching somebody on saint patrick's day for not wearing green is guilty. Guilty. guilty guilty okay well now we're gonna go to true crime rewind
3: true crime. Yeah, it's rewind time
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to True Crime Rewind, the St. Patrick's Day edition. I will say this. Uh, in between the break, I looked up what a Irish car bomb should be called, an Irish slammer. So, if you want I- to Ooh, I like that. Irish, order an Irish slammer.
0: Irish slammer. Pog, now, pog reference?
1: What's that? A pog reference? a pog reference? reference? No, I think it probably happened a little bit before Slammer that. is a
0: cool word. <laughs> Maybe that's a good baby name. Slammer. <laughs>
1: It's not, up, slammer? it's not I've bad. It's not bad. I've heard worse. Yeah. It's a get... Okay. So, uh, St. Patrick's Day, you know, the first St. Patrick's Day parade uh, took place in the United States. Yes. Yes. Actually, um, uh, I don't even know. Do they still have St. Patrick's Day parades? I mean, it used yes. to be a big, a big deal oh, right they do. in New York. And, uh, you know, and if you want to watch a St. Patrick's Day parade, watch the jump around video from House of Pain.
3: Oh, yeah. got it right there.
1: Uh, St. Patrick's Day facts. Drunk driving rates spike. But here's the most important thing. 80% of those arrested are twice over the legal limit.
0: People need to just not be driving when they're drinking at all. Ever. There's no excuse. Mm -hmm. Take a bird. Um, Bird could almost be worse. Walk. Now,
1: walk. it's the the fourth most popular drinking day uh, in America. Name the other three. Well, I I know. The day before
2: Thanksgiving, uh, 4th of July, (laughs) um, New Year's, and Halloween.
1: Okay. No. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I love
0: the day before Thanksgiving. Honestly, to be honest, they probably didn't even take that into account, and it probably is. But was I, I did I get the others?
1: Uh, yeah, Some of uh, almost, President's yeah, yes.
0: Memorial Day. President's
1: Day. <laughs> Memorial
2: Day, Memorial Day. Okay, now Remember that right?
1: Arbor Day? No. Okay. Wait,
2: what are Four- the ones?
1: All right, 4th of July. Got it. New Year's. Got it. Christmas. Okay. god. I-,
2: I underestimated how all of our collective family traumas.
1: Yes. <laughs> For <first honor>. sure. <laughs> it's true.
2: Sorry. Yes. I thought like Christmas, we wake up in onesies and open gifts and like.
0: But sure. Yeah, but then, I'm definitely not getting I'm definitely I'm not, not getting hammered I'm not on getting Christmas. blackout on Christmas either. So that's no. shocking.
1: <laughs> all right, cabbage shipments increase 70%. Wait, the other
2: holiday? That was oh, only Patrick's three. Day. That was
1: the fourth one. St. Oh, Patrick's Day that... is the fourth.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: I know. <laughs> <It's> Presidents' Day. <laughs> <laughs> Memorial President's Day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> 13 million pints of Guinness are served every St. Patrick's Day. And but do mm. you know what? St. Patrick's Day used to be a dry holiday. According it's to who in Ireland between 1903 and 1970, <laughs> it was a re- it was a religious holiday, and that meant the pubs were shut down. Yeah,
0: okay. is the how the tables turn? You know, you know once America the, gets a hold of it, it's like no, nope, it's all over. Now it's trash. It's, 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 we'll <laughs>
2: literally disparage the meaning it had and cr- make it a blasphemous <laughs> yes. uh, capitalist yes. holiday. Here's right.
1: some green. Here's some snakes. Let's drink some. Let's let's pour Slammers. this bottle
2: of uh, green food coloring
0: into a keg and. Destroy college youth. I mean, that is America, baby.
1: So we looked up some St. Patrick's Day crimes. A lot of them do have to deal with drinking. There was a uh, party in Hoboken in 2011. uh, 34 people were arrested. 136 people went off in ambulances. Someone set their backyard on fire. Uh, (laughs) A man in green boxers peed in a stairwell. Um, It was...
0: a decent night, actually. I kind of wish I was there. Yeah. (laughs) Now, 136 people went away in ambulances? Yeah. That's fucking crazy.
1: Overall, the, the so hospital expensive. admitted 166 people, which is a record single day for the for the hospital.
0: Wow. That is insane from this all one right. party.
1: Probably the biggest and most infamous crime that happened on St. Patrick's Day was the Gardner Museum heist.
0: Yes. Ooh. Do you all know about this one? Yeah, I watched the Netflix show. That is the which crazy... Is it's called show. This is a Robbery, I think. It mm-hmm. is an excellent documentary.
1: For those of you who don't know what it is, two men that were wearing police uniforms with fake mustaches went into the museum, you know, knocked on it and said, hey, we're investigating a disturbance. Very, very similar, by the way, to the movie The Town and the heist when they rob uh, Fenway Park with Ben Affleck.
2: Billy, you made a mista- mistake. It's called a mustache. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you got to correct when you need to crack, you know? Yes, Moustache.
1: Okay, okay. Moustache. so uh, with the moustaches on their faces, they handcuff security guards. You know
0: what? A fake mustache should be called a moustache. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Or a muff, M-U-F-F, muffstache.
1: I think that's something different, but okay.
0: Yeah. No, that's a
2: merkin. A fake pubic hair puff is a merkin. <laughs> Don't confuse the listeners. Yes, all
1: right. Um, <sighs> Also in the uh, in the Are merch. You blushing,
2: Kelly.
1: Okay. No, I'm not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck. I have a merkin in the other room. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I'm just thinking Kinda about merch. Put
0: my in before I'm, <laughs> I'm just thinking about
1: merch ideas. That's all. Yeah. But, um. So they, it seemed like they knew which ones they were getting. They specifically skipped ones. They got other ones. They took about uh, twelve dozen pieces of art it, within ninety minutes. Three hundred or three hundred million dollars to it's this day. Crazy. Still unsolved. And, uh, you know, a great idea, you know, doing it on St. Patrick's Day in 1990. Um, You know, nobody knows who did it. South American drug cartel, Japanese underworld, local mobsters. The Netflix documentary, This is a Robbery, was leaning towards the local mobsters. And that's the crazy thing about it, because you have these incredibly expensive, you know, priceless works of art. You can't really show them to many people because people might know where they're from, you know, so do you keep it in a hidden room somewhere?
2: One of the big theories is that they've been destroyed because, yeah. like, the cops were too close and it was like, you got to fucking get rid of them. And, like, that's the most heartbreaking idea. It's like, oh, you stole them to burn them because the cops were on you because your life would be ruined if they found them. Too much yeah. heat. And uh, it's probably, oh well, I mean, it's probably what happened. I, I don't so, know. So, the like stress me out have to think about It's, it's just so, so horrible. So fucking
0: pointless.
1: Yeah.
0: I know. I know. You know. It's like, yeah, how do you even reap the benefits of that when you can't, yeah. unless you're like selling it on the dark web or something? Like, I don't even know how you would sell that.
2: Yeah. It's possible. Ex- In it's certain like bi- circles overseas, what? it's possible. It's probably you never find peop- out.
0: It's probably these people that are like so rich that they're basically invisible are the ones that are like buying the artworks and like putting them up in their fucking mm-hmm. mansions on their islands and shit. I just feel like the, the buffoons who stole it wouldn't know how to get to those people.
1: Right. right. One, of them, one, of the, one of the ideas is that the, they were using it as collateral for other things. Like, um, uh, you're going to keep this as collateral for when I go, just because it's like, it's currency and it's worth a lot of money, but it's not currency that you can use. So if you yeah. needed to borrow something, you would give that in. Nobody knows. Probably will never know. That's, That's just what so happened. so
0: crazy. It's a crazy fucking story.
1: And story. in Tennessee in 2010, a guy named David Christopher Cotton robbed a bank on St. Patrick's Day dressed as a leprechaun. He had this- the hat this Picture, I it's put a picture a in our docu-
0: picture. document. We'll put it on uh, Instagram. Yes, he- and not only
1: that, the bank teller's wearing green too.
0: I know <laughs> he has this like shitty, shitty fucking beard, a pair of like ugly ass sunglasses, and like the crappiest hat. It looks like it's from Spencer's.
1: Oh, easy on Spencer's. All right, <laughs> Jeez,
0: it does look like one of those Spencer's. Ha- I loved Spencer's, but it yeah, looks like uh- a Spencer's hat. <laughs>
1: you were be like, fuck you, know you Spencer's poor... hot topic for life.
0: No, I like Spencer's, but Spencer's was kind of weird. They had all like that, they had that sex section in the back. Spencer's had
1: the sex section, and then before that, like in the late 70s, early 80s, they had a head shop. Like the Spencer's really? in my mall had a head shop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to Spencer's, buy pipes and stuff. Yeah. It was
0: kind of bizarre, the whole layout. Like I'd go in there when I was like 10 years old and I'd be like in the back looking at like the sex cards. Like, Me too. Looking all... Yeah. Me too. And
2: like when I wanted to be wild and get someone, like, a dick gift. And I was like, yeah. don't know. I've never seen a dick. But, like, I feel like this is <laughs> true. This is probably what they look like. Because we didn't have Google like, yet, you know? It is, like It's like a drawing of a dick that's, like, three feet long. Yeah, and I was like, this... This is what a dick is. So imagine
0: my disappointment when I finally saw one. Spencer's really did me wrong. Yeah. Thank you, Spencer, for for
1: giving us us men body dysmorphia.
0: Yeah. I'm wondering if you guys are just fine. Men are doing just fine. You'll be fine.
1: Okay. So um, now here's the thing. He actually robbed a bank three days earlier wearing a santa costume. So he was going to uh, he was going all in. I think he might have gone Easter bunny the next time, but his uh He went all thing- Easter
2: bunny. Can we start like making no. that a thing? <laughs> that guy went all Easter bunny. He's going all Easter bunny on his ass, yeah.
1: But Ooh, his I like that. but Me he, too. it actually ends really bad though, guys, because his getaway driver and him were killed in a shootout with local police. Oh. He went Easter bunny. So I just bunny. killed. I just That's went Easter
0: bunny. It's <laughs> rock yeah. bottom, man. Going Easter bunny is going to be a code word for rock bottom.
1: Dude, he fucking went
2: or yeah. she she is she
0: Sheaster she Bunny is even worse. she
1: went all Easter Bunny. No yeah.
0: Sheaster Bunny. Sheaster Bunny. You know right. what uh, it means. You know, what? the name of a band. Uh-huh.
1: we're We're going to learn about all of you Sheaster Bunnies and your worst <laughs> Sheaster Bunny <laughs> moments and
0: Easter
2: Bunnies
1: <laughs> and Easter Bunnies,, uh, right after this break. You
4: are a horrible. What's the worst thing you've ever done?
2: Hello, worsty, firsty friends. It's me, Alexis. <laughs> I'm here to absolve you of your pain and uh, absolve you of your disdain, self-disdain. All right. It's not like a stanza. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to dive right into the worst things you've ever done. Think- Please continue to call, by the way. And we should start sharing the number again oh yeah Um, Yeah, i'm gonna do that right now hang tight uh before i continue because we want more of these i mean we have plenty don't get me wrong but we want more so that number is 323-539-3516 323-539-3516 call us and when they ask for your name we don't hear that i don't even know why they ask i've never heard that once uh, and you can just lie and be like, "I'm Billy Jensen," and that's that's <laughs> that's not my
1: that. Do my voice, you know my voice.
2: I'm Billy Jensen. Justice. No. <laughs> no,
1: whenever, whenever, justice. No, no, whenever Alexis does my voice, it's, no, we know we Oh, do, oh do, I'm, do, I'm Billy do, Jensen. Oh,
2: justice. i so stupid. Uh, yeah, <laughs> But he still says justice at the end <laughs> of whatever <laughs> he's talking
1: <laughs> about. Justice.
2: I'm Justice Jensen.
1: And it's the same as every other dumb guy voice. We will be talking about the dumb guy voice on the on Killing Time. They are,
2: everybody, every woman a, knows, what
0: about, every, every yeah. knows what I'm talking about and every man knows what I'm talking about. Because they, they s- resonate with it because it's fucking true. No, every man
1: is going to be like, Wait, Wait a minute, that's my voice.
0: Every, that's
1: the voice. That wait,
0: that's voice. the voice that my wife makes when right. she's talking about
2: me. Every man's inner dialogue sounds like this. Yeah. Do I want <laughs> to watch football? Do I want to watch
1: baseball?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't,
1: drink beer Do I want I pizza rolls? And women are lie? like,
0: that's how I feel that my husband sounds <laughs> because all men they Sound act like, like there's yeah. that that comes from truth.
2: There's a reason why women who don't know each other do the same voice for dumb men. And it's because that's how they sound. Yes. Yes. Anyways, (laughs) we digress. On to the first worst
3: thing. Hi, everybody. My name is Rhonda. I'm from Chicago. First, let me say, absolutely love you guys. Total true crime nerd. Total elder emo. Kind of was a goth in college, too. So I'm your BFF for all you guys. Okay, so... Worsty. Worst thing I've ever done. Maybe not the worst thing I've ever done, but let's start at the beginning when I was pretty young, and then it's kind of relative to me now. So when I was, I was born in 1990. So when I was, I don't know, maybe like six or seven. So this was 1997. I decided with me and my best friend Ally that we were gonna run away, and we were living in the same apartment complex at the time. So what we did is we decided let's pack up our Crayola little rolling suitcases with all of our best stuff, one pair of clothes, and then let's go for a walk. So on a nice summer day, these two seven-year-olds decided to walk three miles to the park down the road. Now, this was Chicago, so it wasn't down the road, country road, you know, looking at all the birds hanging out. This was crossing a bunch of streets walking down residential, you know, areas with all the houses, just people looking at us like, what are these little kids doing? (laughs) But I thought it was fun and we were running away and enjoying ourselves. So we got to the park and we just kind of swung around, hung out. And then I remember this feeling even today that there was this dad just looking at us and wondering what was going on and I'm like yeah we should go back maybe we shouldn't run away anymore <laughs> so I had kind of a sense and I decided uh, I don't want people staring at us wondering what's going on we didn't do this correctly so let's head back home so we walked another three miles back home and in the middle of the street my mom and my best friend Allie's mom were standing with a whole bunch of cops just, like, freaking out, standing in the middle of the road. I felt so horrible. I could picture it, even today, that being so long ago. But I was always so spunky, and I still am. And like I said, I can always call back with some things I did in high school as, like, an emo scene kid doing some horrible things, and then in college being, like, a gothy, artsy kid (laughs) doing some horrible things. But just starting off so young – being independent, wanting to run away, and taking my little cradle suitcase with me and all my 90s toys. It was just, I thought it was so cool and so fun, but I feel really bad for my mom because now I know how it feels. I have three kids of my own. I have two stepdaughters that come in and hang out with me all summer long, so I have five kids in the house. I, Rhonda, first of all,
2: love you. Rhonda.
3: Rhonda, Rhonda, Rhonda,
2: first of all, the urge to run away is not fleeting as just a child. It will it will persist throughout your life. Yeah. So yeah. you know what? You succumbed this one time, and that was the right time to do it because responsibilities, you had none. And you got it out of your system at such a young age. And I have to tell you, the only reason you should feel bad for your mom, and I'm sure she's over it now, but she, once her biggest fear was your safety. Yeah. And then after that is what's, the other mom thought of her for for like how you disappeared from the house even though it was like they were just playing that that is her like her guilt after she knew she, you were safe was like this was your friend allowed to come over again like yeah. <laughs> and it's not your mom's fault clearly it's yours cuz moms don't think their 7 year olds are scheming to leave yeah And honestly, it was an honest, like, cute little, uh, like, adventure. You're like, uh, what is it? Homeward Bound, right? That movie. Or, like, Fifele Goes West. I mean, I think both of those were born out of different circumstances. (laughs) But my point is, is that this was a journey of independence and inspiration. (laughs) You didn't intend for it to go this way. And I'm sure both the moms were just excited you guys were okay. But I think after the safety, your mom was like, fuck, I look like that mom who didn't Mm-hmm. who wasn't who wasn't monitoring the kids but like you're not uh, you're not supposed to watch kids literally 24 7 it's like you have to pee sometimes i bet you you snuck out you're, you sound crafty Rhonda. you snuck out she in a moment out, of sure. opportunity your yeah. mom didn't have a chance in this scheme
0: no, I mean, thank God you're okay, because thank goodness. the beginning of that story really just sounds like every other true crime story you hear about a missing girl. So yeah. uh, thank God. Yeah. No, bravo, I mean, at least bra- you have the wherewithal to be like, you know, mm, we're going to turn back around. I also bravo. appreciate that. Sorry, Billy, go ahead.
1: Uh, bravo for bringing a partner. You know, I think that's <laughs> important. Buddy <And> system. <laughs> the buddy system. I think that was probably the best idea that you had other than turning back.
2: Also, the last thing I'm going to say about this is that, like, your instinct about the dad at the park staring at you is like, he might be worried. It's like, maybe not. Maybe he's a fucking creep
0: who's staring
2: at two alone little girls.
0: That Mm -hmm. seems more like it.
2: No, it could be either. I I know for a fact my dad would be like, who's with these kids? You know, dads go one of two ways. They're fucking creeps
4: just or like some people.
2: moms or they're like why are these kids alone i have kids mm-hmm. this age that's fucking weird i don't see a mom within like you know 600 feet of them that's strange so it could go either way but i like that you're glad i like your glass half full approach because yeah. my brain doesn't necessarily go there
1: <laughs> no 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 no
2: you did nothing wrong i'm glad you're thriving and i hope your mom forgives you yes. we love you rhonda
1: we love you you're a bff
4: love you rhonda hi best friends So I've been wanting to call in for a while, but I could never decide on the right story on account of my being a debaucherous scofflaw and all. But yesterday, I got a call that reminded me of this story. So here goes. I am a lifelong barista. I started in high school, and despite earning several degrees in my useless passions, I am still a barista today. All these years spent in coffee shops, I've seen all kinds of weird shit. So one time, like 10 years ago, I was working the drive through when a man pulled up to the window with no pants on. He was fully erect and smiling like an asshole. Um, the teenage girl I was training promptly burst into tears and ran away. But I collected myself, and I carried on with the transaction, and I played it cool, pretended not to notice, and then as I reached through the window to hand his coffee, I dug deep deep down inside and summoned my best oops, and I dropped his large extra hot soy white mocha right in his naked ass lap. He yelped and I just looked at him and he demanded the manager and I was the manager. And then this guy actually called the cops. By the time I got there, he was wearing pants and he said that I tried to burn him on purpose and he wanted to file assault charges. Um, Once the cops heard the whole story, though, they arrested him, obviously. So pre-COVID, I told this same story at a party. And yesterday, I got a call from a girl who was at that party. She recently started working a drive-thru, and when some perv rolled up on her sans pants, she knew exactly what to do. So I guess this can't be the worst thing I've ever done, because I scalded that dick stick, and I don't feel bad at all. Actually... Now, I own my own coffee shop, and I might put that shit in the employee handbook. So thanks a lot for listening to my story. I listen to a ton of podcasts, and you guys have always been my favorite. I love you all so much.
0: You're a hero. International hero. Uh, Oh, my God. And you're spreading the wealth. How many I'm sorry. What the fuck is wrong with people?
2: I've seen two dicks this way.
1: Oh, I've, I've, been, seen,
2: I've been forced to see two dicks Who rolled up on me Pulled up yeah. when I was like walking On a sidewalk with no Fucking pants on with a heart like With an erection I've I've been forced to But I didn't have any hot liquids I know to throw at their Crotch but if I It's honestly the most invasive Strange shit and I don't think men could really Even imagine if a woman did a woman I mean well if a woman nothing. had done this But I'm just Not saying certain, like yeah. It's the strangest way to be assaulted cuz you're yeah. not fit, you're you're just like, "Oh, I'm going to fucking traumatize you and scare you. Like am I going to just stay in this car? Am I going to rape you? Am I going to kill?" You? Like I don't yeah. think we, I don't think men realize like when we see when we're accosted that way, we think we might die. Because like rarely are we Sexually like forced upon in a way when we're not like almost gonna get raped or killed Right, so like I don't think men realize how fucking scary it is for women walking alone And the two times this has happened to me. I was under I was either 19 or younger So it was like it's just a terrifying thing to do I fucking the balls on this dude though to roll up to a Starbucks a drive-through coffee establishment and yeah. um, no brand associated with it, but uh, and there are others besides Starbucks in other uh, okay. in some states. <laughs> but anyways,
0: I don't want to say it's Starbucks if you I'm don't wrong. Yeah, that's okay. We got it's it. Not, uh, yes, um, it's but okay. like the balls, literally on well, him. Though, and also then to think that after she spilt the coffee on him, to have the audacity to call the cops and think that he would be in the right. Like how fucked up and delusional and disgusting can you be? Thinking that it's like you know what? Well, she did this to me, and but I'm gonna put my pants on, and nobody'll notice. It's like go fuck yourself. I bet you
2: he did that because he's gotten away with it. Like this isn't the first time he's done it. That audacity, though, about like men turning shit around on women when they, when they do shit like that to them, it it used to work. Yeah, and it probably still works sometimes. Like where cops can be convinced that the man is the victim. You know what I I mean? I also
0: don't think it's like him rolling up so casually to this coffee establishment with his pants just all the way off like there's no way that's just the first time he tried to do that so oh, no. of course he's, he is yeah. like rolling around like he probably just like poked his peat the tip of his dick out in the beginning and now he's just like no pants at all and it's like dude you deserve to get all the fucking hot scalding coffee spilt all of your dick i hope it makes your dick not work and have a good day sir mm. i hope something like that happens to me
2: the person I am now, because the person <laughs> I was back then was, like, terrified, you know? But I'd, I'd be scared, but I would really fucking fuck this guy's life up.
0: Well, you just have to work, start working in a coffee place. Yeah. Or just or walk on around. the
2: street more, because it, ca- it happens to
1: well, people no matter what. are you going to no do on the street? Carry around hot coffee the entire time?
2: Lunge through the... The dry thrill out of the window work. Honestly, I'll do something crazy. Um, I'm empowered let's not, out. let's not do that. I'm not encouraging you to do it, people. Hopefully, Alexis will be with us next week. Yes. No promises. Not I'm if I get. Alexis off the not if any exhibitionists come fuck with my. Yes. Fuck Nobody with me. Just,
1: Yes. All men just stay out of Hollywood. Okay.
2: That's right. Because I'm everywhere. And if you're. <laughs> yeah. you're you getcha. might just be compelled.
1: Yes.
0: She
2: will get you. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, that was an incredible
0: couple. Um, Worsty mm-hmm. firsties? Worstie firsties. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. <sighs> coming, I feel everybody. invigorated. Um, great. Well, then I'm sure you're invigorated to let us know what your Costanza stanza is this week. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, this is good. So last week's, I know I said they would be really good. And it was okay. But you'll see I'm working towards a crescendo because this is going be <laughs> be be- to be even better. And then next week we're going to like climax
0: with a okay. all right there is actually a week in between the week that you're thinking of i'm gonna so, climax yeah. in
2: three weeks okay whatever the fuck i don't know jacqueline this poem is called jerome's little leprechaun <laughs> this is why you asked if jerry's name was jerome i wasn't sure i'm jerry's little leprechaun Hiding in his apartment, though he wishes me gone. I'm looking for his pot of gold. I'll steal it all. Can't be controlled. Green with envy. Green with rage. Can't work to earn even a meager wage. With with short stature, I'm a city gnome. (laughs) Chasing rainbows all the way back to Jerome's. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's why you wanted to...
2: (laughs) Well, that's why. I was like, I need to know if Jerry's real name is Jerome, because otherwise this poem isn't yes, going to work. Elaine
1: calls no. him Jerome a lot, yes. No,
0: I like that. The mm. Jerome that is was really – And I love getting work.
1: a text like that in the middle of the day. real name Jerome? <laughs> Jerry
0: Seinfeld's real name Jerome? Real, on the
1: show Jerome, and it's like – and I love being able to say yes. He's like,
2: it. yeah. I'm like, I and thought so. And, and then know, we didn't
1: <laughs> – there was no other messages that, for three and hours.
2: Google – yeah, that was the only thing. The only yes. correspondence we had today was that. So yes. they knew I was
0: on to something. We sure did. I loved it. Okay. Mm. Happy St. St. Patrick's right. Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, friends. Bye.
2: Irish, um,
1: Slammer. stunners. Slammer. Slammers. 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 Irish <laughs>
2: slammers for everyone. Stunners. <laughs>
0: stunners. <laughs> stunners. Mm.